it's going to be one of those kind of weekends. I've already decided there's going to be plenty of Stevie Ray blasting in my head all weekend long. Good morning. It is 5.07. Trayware 550 KTSA FM 1071. The Trayware page at KTSA.com. We have a lot of stories to get into today. A lot of ground to cover. We'll talk travel in just a second. Bidenomics, we'll talk about that coming up here in just a little while. We'll talk about the latest in the criminal activity concerning the Biden family and all of that we'll do shortly. But I want to start with something that's just a little bit light and funny. Uh, I'm a fan of Dana Carvey. I think he did some of the best impressions ever done on SNL. And he went on the uh, uh, podcast of uh, a, f- a very close friend of his who- whom you'll know in just a second. Well, I'll-, I'll just tell you, you know, Spade. He went on his podcast. And uh, he he decided he was going to play uh, the great Dr. Anthony Fauci. <laughs> Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's roll it, JT. I miss COVID. I know. Dude, you know what I knew? There was trouble <laughs> when anyone that came to our country didn't have to get a vaccine. And I go, mm-hmm. if you're telling me I can't go to work, but everyone, everyone coming in doesn't have to get one, I go, well, once we found out, when Fauci said, Okay, I'm sorry. If you've had two boosters and two vaccines, you can get and give COVID to another guy who's had five vaccines and four boosters. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between a vaccine and a booster? I don't know. It's just more vaccine, but booster sounds better. Anyway, a guy with 25 vaccines would get and give COVID to another guy with 25 vaccines. That's why I'm introducing the daily COVID shot. Every day you get a shot. By the time you get to your car, you got no immunity. But it's a beautiful 39 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) I love him, man. He's so funny. He is funny. He really is. It's a great impersonation, too. Oh, he does it on everybody. He knocks it out of the park on everybody. So a guy with 25 boosters can give it to another guy with 25 boosters. So I'm introducing the daily COVID shot. (laughs) And by the time you get to your car, you don't have any immunity, but it's a great 39 seconds. That's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. He's great. Oh, everybody okay this morning? Lane, you all right? Jimmy, you all right over there? Uh, I'm working a double today, tomorrow. Oh, no Monday, wonder you're so in a bad mood. I'm preparing oh, for being tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in a bad well, we mood. We won't ask Jimmy for any favors. No, today, we won't, no. as a matter of fact. Well, I was going to ask him to wash the car on the way out. Oh, the door, that's but... racist. <laughs> <laughs> Asking the Mexican guy to yeah. wash the car. Why don't you just but ask me to you mow the lawn while you're at it? <laughs> hold on, hold on. The Mexican guy brought salsa for Don with oh, Elaine's yeah. vegetables. Wait, wait, hang on. What about the white guy in here? Well, you don't respond to me. Don answers my phone call. So Did you call gets, me? I sent you an email. I've called you before. But Did you really? Yes. Holy cow. I better check my thing. I, did I block you? I must have blocked you. Well, that's normal. <laughs> that's fair. But no, Elaine's vegetables, her and Ralph, they oh. brought me a bunch of tomatoes and jalapenos, and I made salsa. Yeah, and Don that, was beautiful. Beautiful. that was great, by the way. That's beautiful. Well, I can't wait those to, in. I can't wait to try it. I'll get some from you. He sent me a pick, and it looked really good, but I can't eat that spicy stuff. A what? Stuff a pick? A pick. Picture? A picture? Oh, a picture. <laughs> <laughs> What's he pick. doing sending you a, Oh, what kind of pick? Of the salsa. Oh, okay. <laughs> what? Just ask? No, I didn't know. I'm just asking. Well, he was at Guitar Center and yeah. picked up a couple. <laughs> right. It's like, what What kind of pick is he sending you? I, that's, in fact, that's where my head was. Yeah. I immediately think you of know, guitar Jimmy picks. plays a little guitar, so that yeah, makes sense. Uh, Elaine, give me some more vegetables. I'll make some salsa for the wedding. Uh, <laughs> for the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so July 4th travel. Oh, my God. I'm praying for you folks who are going to be traveling. Today is the busiest travel day of the 4th of July weekend. Today's it. Today's the day. Good luck. Uh, They expect like 4 million today to be traveling. 52,000 flights are scheduled today. 52,000 flights are scheduled today. 52,000. Today. today Which means 51,999 will be delayed. Well, you know what it was yesterday? canceled. 32,000 were delayed and canceled yesterday. You know all this stuff because you talk the news. But um, So 32,000 were delayed or canceled yesterday. People stranded at the airport for days. In fact, I was telling you that I read a story of an elderly couple in their late 70s spent three days at the Seattle airport. Now, I spent 10 minutes at the Seattle airport uh, last summer, and that's enough. (laughs) <laughs> that's quite that, that's enough at the Seattle airport I'm going to tell you right now. Um and let's see here. Uh why why is this going on? Well, the airlines got uh, 54 billion dollars in taxpayer money during COVID, but they still reduced their staff. 
and they can't get them to come back. You also have an issue where they're – and I, I hate this, and I'm lobbying against it. I can't get anybody in Washington to listen to me. But they're forcing pilots to quit, retire at 65. Well, 65 is the new 35. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm going to be 60 in October. And I can fly an airplane. I guarantee I can fly an airplane for the next five years and, and, and longer. I've got a very good friend. I think he's – how do you, John? Uh, how old is he, 66, 67? Okay, somewhere along in there. He's in that range, right? That boy could fly circles around half the kids that are flying out there. You know why? Because it doesn't take any physicality to do it. It takes mental capabilities, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, let these guys go beyond 65. Don't force them out. It, 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 test them. You know, test their, their capabilities like sure. they, they do it anyway. They test them anyway. But the government, the stupid government that we have in this country, uh, is forcing these guys out at 65. And they, also, it, they make it really hard for flight attendants to stay in for any per- period of time. And, just, and in the meantime, President Methuselah. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's, the, that's the point. <laughs> but right? it's, as, it's as easy as just give them some more flight simulator time after they're 65 and see how they do right. on the flight and, you know, they do. You're right, and they do that anyway. They, they, get, they make them come back and test on a regular basis, and so just keep them. You know, keep these good guys around. And your your point is the exact point, is that how can a guy who obviously is in mental and physical decline, right, they're taping something to his face. That's not a, ma- that's not a CPAP mask. They're taping something to his face, oxygen mask or some sort of medication they're giving him, something. That's tape. That's medical tape. Uh, anyway, we'll talk about that later. But he's allowed to have the nuclear football codes. I mean, he's allowed to, like, blow up another country. He's allowed to send our guys to war. And we can't have a 65-year-old flying an airplane from here to Dallas. What the hell? <laughs> what are we doing? So, anyway. Uh, you know, and that's something to consider also. Uh, you know, if there's a problem with their age, you know, maybe just shorter flights. You know, well, the, the, the quick turnarounds, do those types of yeah, things. Yeah, you could you do know? that. That's a great, you know, you could, because we. If well, that's a concern, I don't see how it is. But, right. You know, if, they, if that's a concern they have, then, then you know, right. line it up that way. Well, there's no physicality on flying an airplane now. I mean, there's really none. The, the With all the, you know, and, and AI, pretty soon there won't be any pilots at all. It's all going to be AI. You're going to get on an airplane and it's going to fly itself. You watch. Yeah. You It'll watch. Happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. But anyway, that's the that staffing is the problem. Airport staffing and the FAA, and I'll rail on this later. But we got to get the government out of of fly, the flying business. We got to get them out. We got to privatize that. And here's why I say that: first of all, the government cannot do anything better than private industry can do when there is competition in the private industry. Number one, and number two, like in the safety issue, like TSA, and you guys at TSA, I appreciate what you're doing. You're working hard and all those kind of things. It's not about you. But when you have these carriers like your Southwest and your Delta and all these people, they have a vested interest Mm. in making sure that airplane doesn't blow up or is not hijacked. They have a vested interest in making sure you're safe, that you get to where you're going, because they got a billion-dollar airplane, and they got 152 souls on there, and they could have their pants sued off if something happens, right? And so they will make sure that nobody gets on that airplane with nothing they're not supposed to have. If you turn it over to the airlines, let the airlines pay for it. Let them put together their own security staffing, like, and I'm going to use them as the prime example on planet Earth, El Al. Every time I have flown El Al, you go through an interview process. They look at your background. They do a research on you. They check you up and down in every way, and it's all controlled by El Al, not Israel. El Al controls it. Anyway, another subject altogether, but uh, we, we got to get the government out of airlines and out of, out of the travel business altogether. Pete Buttigieg, his answer was, well, you better know your rights, okay, because um, – that's going to be a problem for the next several days. And you're like, what are you doing to fix it? I'm not doing anything. There's nothing I'm going to do. So you just better know your, you better learn your rights before you go to the airport, okay? <laughs> thanks for all, thanks for nothing. Thanks for all the help. <laughs> so anyway, uh, that's it. That's where we are. And uh, expect <laughs> huge delays, they say. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to be pretty at the airport for the next several days. It's going to be a madhouse, is what we're being told. 
uh, I hope and pray that it just goes as smooth as possible and everybody gets to where they're going and everybody gets home from where – I really hope everybody gets home from where they are. Right. That'd be a, yep. <laughs> that would be a nice thing for me. But uh, anyway, that's kind of where we are. Going to be a busy, busy next several days. Well, you're not flying anywhere the next couple of days, are you? I'm sitting my butt in a pool. I'm going to fly from one end of the pool to the other. <laughs> I'm not a floaty. Right. That's what I'm going to be I'm doing. Have one of those balsa wood airplanes with a plastic propeller. That's, that's exactly right. Do you know what I do? Here's what I've always done. I zig when people zag. So, like, a lot of times I'll work the holidays because that's when everybody's off and the malls are crazy and the streets are crazy and everything. And then when everybody goes back to work, I'll take the time off. Yeah. So, like, a weekend like this, I'm not going anywhere. Are you kidding me? Everybody's going somewhere. Like Thanksgiving weekend, the busiest weekend of the year. I don't go anywhere. I yes, squat my butt here. right here. Stay home. Yes, sir. Right. And then when everybody gets back to work, <laughs> then I'll go somewhere. Then I'll take Trey some shows time. up for leftovers. That's exactly yeah. what I do. Exactly yeah. right. I, although I will tell you this, because th- I have flown on Thanksgiving Day, not the thir- not the Wednesday before and not the Sunday after, on the actual Thursday, and I've had an airplane all to myself. Well, yeah. Nancy and I have. Yeah, yeah. On, you're right. On though, Thanksgiving it, Day, that is a. I've done that as well. It's a pretty lonely day to yeah. fly. There's nobody on the plane. We actually, yeah. after the kids died, we were taking our holiday time away. We were leaving for the holidays because you don't right. want to be in your house. That's yeah, the last place sure. that you look at the pictures and stuff. So <clears throat> we were going to Mexico and stuff like that on the holidays, and we flew home one time. Uh, we 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 went to Mexico one one Thanksgiving and one Christmas to visit some family and friends. And we flew home on Thanksgiving Day and on Christmas Day, and we had the airplane all to ourselves, which is kind of a cool thing. makes you feel like a black rap star. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man. I got this thing. I got this thing all to myself, man. Right. I need to give me a grill in here. You just needed a big chain. Yeah, you know, a big gold it's, chain. It's got a big yeah. T on it. <laughs> a Living tea. like a Kardashian. That's right. <laughs> Flying like a Kardashian with a big butt too. <laughs> <laughs> Take a break. Come back. Trey Ware, KTSA. Hi, Trey Ware for Texas Rhino Shield. I've known. 523 now. 550 KTSA. FM 1071. The Trey Ware page at KTSA.com. You can call and or text me at 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Call or text and uh, and we'll communicate. We'll stay connected uh, that way. You know what I'm going to do? I, I guess... Um, uh, well, let me just tell you a couple of headlines real quick, and then I've got some audio I want to run through quickly this morning. And, Jimmy, do you have that interview from uh, Lebedo from yesterday that we could play just a, a little bit? Maybe next half hour. You want to do it next Let's do it next half hour. The International Brotherhood of Teamsters walking away from the bargaining table yesterday, officially demanding UPS. Did the cute boys in brown shorts bring you stuff? Mm-hmm. Could be that they don't soon because uh, they're at loggerheads with their union, the International Brotherhood of Teamsters. They walked out, said this is the last, best, and final offer. We want it no later than June 30th. What is today? Today's the 29th. So they want their best offer from UPS by tomorrow. They want a stronger economic proposal. You're talking 400,000 full and part-time workers. 400,000 full and part-time workers. But here's the deal. Even more important than that, uh, supply chain. If UPS is not working, you're talking about millions upon hundreds of millions of items that will not be uh, delivered. World's largest delivery company all over the globe. (laughs) This is huge. They will go on strike by uh, August 1st, and they've already said this is going to be devastating to the supply chain. Now, we've already been through that, right? Have we not been through supply chain problems where you couldn't get peanut butter? Uh, guess what? We're facing another huge crisis here. Joe's checked out because Joe's just checked out, right? He has no idea what's going on on planet Earth. This is where a president and an administration would step in and say, let me work on this because this is national security issue because it's the economy. It's the economy of the world if UPS goes down. Largest single employer, by the way. This would be the largest single employer strike in American history. Teamsters General President Sean O'Brien says it appears inevitable. They've been at this for two months. They're loggerheads, and they can't get anywhere, can't get anybody to uh, to move on it. So if UPS doesn't fly and drive, and those brown trucks uh, and the brown shorts are not walking through your neighborhood, that's a big deal. Not only because they deliver stuff to you, but also they deliver stuff to stores. 
So you'd be going to stores, regardless of what those stores are, pet food or whatever, and it won't be there because UPS is not bringing it. they got a huge commercial division. They're n- number one uh, deliverer of items around the globe. It's a big deal. This is big. So uh, watch this space for more details. I'll let you know. The others are not telling you about this. You didn't see it on ABC this morning. You're not going to see it on ABC this morning. They are keeping the bad news under wraps right now. In fact, let me give you an example of what they're doing. Cut number two, Jimmy. It's bad audio because it's got all the noise. The, 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 what, what, what the administration is doing right now is when Joe does interact with the media, they've always got noise in the background, and they're doing this on purpose. Is that why it's always yeah. something that you cannot yeah. hear clearly? That's why they're doing it. They're doing it on purpose so they can say, well, he's answering your questions. Well, no, he's not. They got all the noise in the world going on. What they need to do is have him come behind the podium like Trump did in the White House and answer the questions where you can hear his answers clearly, but they refuse to do that. And sometimes he uses that excuse, I can't hear you with all this background noise. Or he turns around, walks off, you know, and takes off. So anyway, here he was yesterday standing on the White House lawn answering a couple of questions about Putin and the war in Iraq. To what extent has Vladimir Putin been weakened by recent events? It's hard to tell, but he's clearly losing the war in Iraq. He's losing the war at home. Okay. So he's clearly losing the war in Iraq. Now, I put that up, and there's a a few liberals on my page, and one of them said, well, Trey, we all flub up. That's right. I stand at the head of the flub-up line, but let me tell you something. It's it's not a flub. (laughs) He does it every time he speaks. There's a difference between every once in a while you screw up and you say the wrong word. Every once in a while that happens to everybody who's ever taken a breath on planet Earth. This guy does it every time he talks. That's because his mental capabilities have been reduced to such a point where he actually thinks that he really believes there's a war going on in Iraq. But let me tell you what the news media did yesterday. CNBC did it. NBC did it. ABC was the first to do it. God, I hate the fact that we we have them. But anyway, uh, ABC was the first to do it. And you know what they did? Clearly, he's losing the war. Putin is clearly losing the war. And they cut off the in Iraq part. They ended it there. Clearly, Putin is losing the war. Tell me these people are not covering for him. I'll be back in a minute. Trey Ware, KTSA. Hi, Trey Ware here. Springtime means home fix. And the folks that are listening in Louisiana this morning and it's hot over there hot and humid man watch out for them gators when they bite you that ain't fun right there because they always always bite you in a most inappropriate place all right so um the climate people are at it again (sighs) how exciting is this king charles yesterday he started a uh, a clock he says this is a countdown clock we have six years left and that's it we're kaput six years says the king you see, you give a guy a little bit of power, and look what he does. He decides when the end of the world is. World Economic Forum announced yesterday, that's that Davos crowd with Klaus Schwab. They're demanding that we reduce on on planet Earth private transportation, that means your car, your truck, by 75% in six years. So 75% of y'alls have to give up your private transportation, your car, or your truck within six years, says Klaus Schwab. I, and, and I say 70, 75% of y'all because I ain't. <laughs> uh-uh, never going to happen, baby. I ain't riding no train. I ain't riding no bus. I'm going to be driving my car until I die. That's the way it's – and I'm going to – you can damn well guarantee I'm going to ride my motorcycle until I die. So Klaus Schwab can shove it, okay? He can take everything about the climate change stuff and shove it, especially this one. You remember when it was plastic bags that were heating up the earth? We got to take the plastic bags away. You got to use paper. And then it was plastic straws, so now we get paper straws wherever we go and we suck air through paper straws. And then gas stoves and dishwashers and air conditioners and gas furnaces and wood and coal fired pizza ovens. <laughs> Scott Lebedo in New York going off on the pizza ovens. You know, we got this thing in the sky. I mean, I don't know if you heard me say it. It's, it's my motto. It's this big thing in the sky. It's huge. It's called the sun. It spews out shooting flames of 
insane heat and fire, and it's called the sun. And every once in a while, she gets pissy. And whether it was a million years ago, 50 years ago, or yesterday, she controls the climate. She controls the thermostat on this little planet called Earth. That's right. Thank you, Scott. You can hear the whole interview right over there at the Treyware page at KTSA.com. He was on yesterday morning at uh, 6.08. And I did ask you about windmills because, you know, Joe's putting windmills everywhere. Windmills in the Gulf of Mexico that are get knocked down by the next hurricane. It's Listen, I, I spewed this on one of my social media platforms the other day about the insanity of these whales and uh, other animals in the sea that are dying, getting washed up. Their whole environments are being ruined. And it is the same people. This is the beauty of the insanity. The same people that are trying to save the whales are killing the whales mm-hmm. by putting these giant windmills in the ocean Mm -hmm. okay the birds the eagles the exotic birds that these windmills kill it's not a joke i mean it's serious these are the same people wanting to save these creatures are killing them and what happens when those windmills die out Mm -hmm. you think they just uh, dismantle them put them in a little suitcase and send them off on a unicorn up into space (laughs) no these things leak all sorts of grease and oil they collapse they just drop them right into the ocean to destroy the whole underwater environment. Uh, it blows your mind. Uh, give me pizza, give me death. That's the Scott Lebedo, Trey Ware page, KTSA.com to hear the entire interview. He'll be back on my show very soon. We're going to have him back soon. By the way, they're not stopping at pizza ovens. You know what they're going for next? The ice in your drink. Mm-hmm. Well, because the Department of Energy is clamping down on ice makers, saying that we, we, you, you use water to making ice. You're, you're using all the water, and we need the water for people to drink. Now, I just want to pause for a minute and let you think that one through. I understand it's 541 in the morning. It is early. But I want you to think that one through. The Department of Energy is clamping down on ice makers, saying, no, you're using too much water to make ice. We need the water for people to be able to drink. Can I ask you a question, Ms. Department of Energy, Ms. Insider Trading? What um, do people do when they put ice in their tea in Texas? What happens to that ice? That's right, it melts. And when ice melts, what does it turn into? Well, it turns into water. Thank you. And then what do you do with it in your cup? You drink it. So people are drinking water. It just got frozen between the time they pulled it out the aquifer and you drank it. It got frozen. Somebody froze it. Maybe you froze it yourself. This is how stupid these people are. So now now they want you to drink hot tea or warm tea or lukewarm tea from Bell Miller's. You go to yeah, yeah, the airport's nuts. I'm gonna talk about that in a minute. Uh, you go to go to Bell Miller's and get your tea and it's not gonna have ice in it. That's that's what this administration wants. Oh yeah, baby. They, they don't want ice anymore. They want to restrict or get rid of ice because your ice in your iced tea is killing Mother Earth. I told you these people are absolutely nuts. They're absolutely brain fart nuts. They really are. That's who these people are. They're brain fart nuts. This is a religion. This whole climate thing, you know it's a hoax. I know it's a hoax. And here's the thing. They know it's a hoax. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. Hey, Trey Ware here. Did you call my number? 210-654-5155. 210-654-5155. 210-654-5155. 210-654-5155. My voicemail is there. Leave the Pledge of Allegiance on there, and, and we'll uh, we'll play you at uh, 550 and 650 here on KTSA. Again, the number is 210-654-5155, and thanks a lot. Appreciate that very much. Okay, so Joe's on the road. He's talking about Bidenomics. <laughs> 83% of Americans, Democrats and Republicans, do not like the economic conditions that we're living under right now. The biggest problem we have, the biggest problem, is stagflation when it comes to wages. Wages, stagflation. In other words, wages are not keeping up with the rate of inflation and the cost of goods and services. And by the way, he talked a lot yesterday about how inflation is coming down. I created all these jobs. Well, stop, big boy. (laughs) You nut job. (laughs) No, 
Yes, inflation is easing off. Has nothing to do with you. That's the Fed putting the brakes on the economy. You caused the inflation with all of your additional spending that you put into place, the Inflation Reduction Act. No, no, uh-uh, no. Uh, government spending is what causes inflation in America. It causes the prices of goods and services to skyrocket, which is exactly what you've done during your administration. That's why we went from under 2% inflation with Donald Trump up to 13% with you, and now we're hovering around 8 and 9% inflation. However... You can still have declining inflation, which the Fed is doing by bringing about a recession. Uh, and by the way, the Fed has said we got to get a bunch of people fired in order to bring inflation under control. And uh, you can still have prices going up, which is what we're seeing. And you get UPS on strike, which limits the amount of goods that are available at the stores and being brought to you, and you're going to see price increases like the country, the world, has never seen before. But Joe doesn't care. He's out talking about whatever. So he's uh, touting Bidenomics. Well, let me tell you what Bidenomics is doing to you, because this is what matters to you, right? Not only is the price of everything higher and you're paying more than you were before Joe Biden became the president for everything in the world, he intentionally caused the price of your gas-powered, diesel-powered vehicle to go up so that people would be incentivized to buy one of these stupid electric vehicles that you can't pay for. They're 100 grand. And then, of course, the battery dies. It's $30,000 battery, and you got to throw it on a trash heap. And the kids in Africa are the ones who are having to deal with that, and Angola and places like that where they're having to dig up the cobalt and strip mine and everything to make the batteries. And then they're going to be the junk heap where we're going to throw the batteries and we're done with it. It does nothing to improve the environment. Zero. If you want one, buy one. That's the, that's the American way. But it, don't lie to the American people about it fixing the environment, and it's cheaper to buy one. So what he did was he intentionally put more regs on gas-powered cars to drive the price. The average price of an electric vehicle was $65,000. It's higher now. The average price of a gas-powered car was 26000 Well, in his wisdom, and when I say him, I'm not talking about him, okay? He's old, syphilitic, and done. He doesn't know what he's doing. This is the people that are running the show, Barack Obama and Susan Rice. And they raise, they're, they're putting so many regulations on gas-powered cars, they're driving those from 26000 average up to 70000 That's the plan. So, and, and that's where they get to Klaus Schwab and 75% reduction in the amount of people that are driving or the amount of cars on the road and so on. But let me tell you what Bidenomics, what else Bidenomics is doing to you. Regulations. Just since he's been president. His regulations that he's responsible for, that I tell you about all the time when I'm on the show, the new regulation on this and the new regulation on that, has added an extra $10,000 per household. Biden regulations from his pen have added an extra $10,000 per household. Casey Mulligan is a economics professor at the University of Chicago, broke it all down and went through all the numbers. Biden regulations cost an extra $617 billion nationally, not counting regulatory costs and non-rule actions that he has taken. In another four years, if he gets another four years as president, and again, it's not him, and I don't see how he makes it. There's no way this guy's going to make it. He can barely walk now. This is really sad. You're watching a man decline into, well, you you know what old people, what happens to old people. You're watching this. Watch him walk. Watch him try to go up a, a flight of stairs. Just one, like three steps of stairs at Marine One, the helicopter. He can barely climb three stairs. Anyway, if he were to get another four years. That's $60,000 per household per year. I'll say it again. Four more years of Joe Biden means that your household will be paying an additional $60,000 per year in regulatory costs. That equates to an additional $7 trillion annually. That's right. I said $7 trillion annually 
collectively, additionally, in regulatory costs that you and I, the American people, will be paying if this guy gets another four years. Did you hear numbnuts on ABC say that this morning? 2 a.m., 3 a.m.? No, of course not. No. He was talking about how Daniel Penny killed an entertainer in the uh, subway, which is a story I'm going to get to. Yeah, Daniel Penny killed the subway entertainer. You didn't hear him say that Joe Biden has driven up your cost by $10,000 per family. Oh, but, you know, there's always Donald Trump. Okay, there's always Donald Trump. Once again, Casey Mulligan, University of Chicago, if you want to check me, and you know how I roll, I encourage you, check me. Check my numbers, check my facts, I encourage you. Do it. Trump reduced regulatory costs by $11,000 per household in the four years that he was president, or $300 billion nationally. Four more years of Donald Trump, he would have reduced your regulatory costs on you and your family by $21,000 a year. That means, had you had four more years of Donald Trump, it would have cost you $21,000. You would have gotten a $21,000 raise. As it is, under Joe Biden, you're making $10,000 less because you're paying regulatory costs. Another four years, and you're going to be making $60,000 less per household. Under Donald Trump, had he done eight years, you would have been making $21,000 more per year. A raise without even having to ask for it <laughs> without the stress of going in and sitting down with a boss and saying hey boss I've been doing a good job can you give me a big old raise of $21,000 now these are the facts and the facts get in the way of the story that the media will not tell you they're working their asses off to reelect this communist fascist socialist regime is hell-bent on destroying the American way of life. You must stop them. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. Hey, it's Trey Ware here for Diamond Dex. That's Stevie Ray, and you're my pride and joy. Yeah, it's 607 at 550 KTSA, FM 1071, the Treyware page, KTSA.com. Rolling into the holiday weekend and travel at the airport's already nuts. And now you add to it an accident on 35 northbound at Conrad's, Coldenburg, and all that area up there. That's up there by the DPS station, a little bit north of, uh, of Bucky's. Uh, northbound I-35, and it's shut down. Right? Am I wrong about that? Yeah, it's up, up there just a little bit north of Bucky's. I was just trying to figure out what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, scratching? <laughs> well, I got a little itch, so I got to scratch my itch every once in a while. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Looks I didn't like, mean to distract like you. like Clyde the orangutan over there. Well, <laughs> kind of felt like it, too, every which way, but lose, yeah. you turned me. I, I, you know, I don't... Um, I, I thought you were raising your hand because you love 35 in the morning. <laughs> God! Ah! It's the best. Oh, man, it's a piece of junk. <laughs> they don't matter if you're there. Whenever you're on 35, it's just a piece of junk. Yeah. And uh, and 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 I'm not going to rant about it right now. But they they knew it was coming. They didn't do anything about it mm. for decades upon decades. It's been my highway for decades. Oh, yeah, my, for well, my entire life for yeah. 60 years, it's been my highway because I grew up on this side of town and been up and down I-35 10 gazillion times. Mm. And you could tell. You just saw. And in fact. When they did, when Bill Clinton originally did NAFTA, I said, I was on this show saying at that time, you better get busy on I-35 because you're going to open up that highway between Canada and Mexico. Oh, the North American Free Trade Agreement. You said NAFTA. I thought that was an intern I never heard about. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) Bill Clinton.
Glenn doing NAFTA. Shame on me. <laughs> no. Oops. I thought I missed one. I think that's the only one he didn't get around to. <laughs> he got around to the rest of them. He was having none of his nonsense. God, I saw a funny bit yesterday with uh, John Daly, the golfer. Right. And uh, he was being asked, you know, have you played with Trump? And he said, oh, yeah, I've played with Trump before. He said, what kind of golfer is he? Is he for real? I, I, the, the interviewer said, I hear his best, uh, uh, his best club is his pencil. <laughs> <laughs> and Daly said, actually, no. Actually, Trump is a really good golfer, and he doesn't cheat. He doesn't take mulligans. He's right. straight up, and he's really very good. He could play in, like, the seniors or whatever. And, and he said, well, who else have you played with and that kind of like cheats? He said, Bill Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> and he knew immediately. He said, we called him Mr. Mulligan. He would, even before he would tee off, he'd throw a ball down and go, I'm just a practicing. Yeah. I'm <laughs> and that's sure. the way he played the whole game. He would, like, take seven strokes and say, no, that was par, uh, par three course, you know. <laughs> he'd take seven <laughs> strokes. That was par and just write down par and walk off. Yeah. But what are you going to do? He was the president, you know. Right. Anyway. Uh, so 35 northbound, uh, just north of Bucky's is yeah. is uh, shut down right now. So we'll keep you posted, keep you up to date. Now, speaking of updates, the uh, construction on 35 uh, just uh, just past the forum mm-hmm. is coming along okay. You notice they're putting the platforms up on those flyovers now. The, the girders are yeah. up. Uh, they probably have what four sections of girders up yeah. now at this point. It seems like they get you know every few days there's a new one up. There. Yeah, so well what they're doing they, coming along well, good. See those are the ones that you see going down the highway that are being pulled by the big trucks. Those right. long sections of concrete. Yeah. And they're usually in the right-hand lane going real slow with the truck saying wide load. Those are the girders. And those go up by crane, and they set them in place. And those guys get those girders attached quickly. I mean, they're they're like – you know what they are? I I don't want to offend anybody that's that's an artist. I I really don't. But these guys doing this, they're artists. They truly are in their own way, their own respect, because they take those things and they – they took something that was didn't exist before, and they're making it a beautiful work of art, and it's something that's going to be very useful for all of us. 1604 is doing the same thing. I hadn't been down there recently, and they're moving fast on 1604, you know, past uh, Blanco and between I-10. I, I think the last – I guess I was there a couple of weeks ago, but I – I avoid 1604 like a heart attack. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, yeah. I just stay away from it. When there. I drive by it, I put my hand over my eyes. Like, I mean, I put my hand like this so I can't see over there. Yeah. I mean, like a blinder or something. Well, some the, sort. The, yeah. what they did, though, was they, and, and this is the reason I stay away, you, don't, you have no escape. No. Because they put the the barricades right up against the lanes yeah. on 1604. You people on 1604 right now, you know what I'm saying. And I don't mind that because I've run 200 miles an hour three or four inches off a barricade, right, right. Yeah. In, in a NASCAR stock car. Oh, I thought you meant on 1604. Well, I have done that too. Yeah. Okay. But everybody else hasn't. <laughs> the difference when you're doing it with NASCAR, all those yeah. other guys have done it, and even they screw up every once in a while and hit it. Yeah. Right? But, you know, they've, they've got it so narrow now, you feel like you're on an Olympic bobsled You really do. No, that's a good analogy. Yeah. You feel like, man, you got nowhere to go. And I always, look, this is what racing will teach you. Have an escape. Have a place where you can go to get away from the mayhem, right, so that you're not part of, Try to be in front of the, the mayhem, if you can, where it's all happening behind you. But also, if you can have an escape route like that's what we use the shoulders for. Mm-hmm. And there's no shoulder, and so you're just totally, if anything happens, you're going to be a part of it. You know, Elaine, we should have a voiceover guy make something for Trey, that new liner. Staying ahead of the mayhem. Yes! Trey Ware. That's good. There you go, perfect. Well, Let's do that. You, well, you have that they're artists. Whoever did the lanes, yeah. painted the lanes on 35, well, they need some more they work. They need a redo. Yeah. You know what we need to do? We need Lo Beto to come down and do that. Two, two lines of pizza. Yes. Two yes. lines of pizza. <laughs> just, well, or, or red, white, and blue, because yeah. he paints the American flag of her. Just red, white, and blue. Not the American flag. We don't want that painted on the highway. Just red, white, and blue for the lanes. The right? lanes are screwed cool. up. They're totally screwed up. Yeah. And they get worse on 35 southbound the closer you get to the radio station. Yes. When you get close to, like, where the porn place is. Mm-hmm. You get right there. and Not that I know where that's at. But. Oh, well, come on, miss- Elaine. You knew exactly where. Look at her shaking her head. You can't miss the sign. I, d- I don't go there, but you can't miss the sign. It said porn right there, you know. <laughs> it doesn't say porn. 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 Jimmy, porn. What is that porn. place called? You would know. Exit Starlight and Thousand Oaks. <laughs> 
Exit 21B. And, 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 you park, and you park around back, don't you, so nobody can see your red car. Right? You don't anybody see that red sedan you drive? The red sedan that Jimmy drives? You ever see the red sedan there? Yeah. And Jimmy. He's got those big, round Jackie Onassis sunglasses. And he, <laughs> yeah. And, and he rubs his face as he walks in, so he's hiding his face like this. He goes, ah, I got to hide yeah, He's the only face. guy in town still carries a newspaper just for that That's purpose. Right. Come, come to, it's the only guy only guy that's got a real newspaper anymore so he can hide his face walking in and out of the porn place over hey, here. Don't disrespect my trench coat. <laughs> that's just, no, that's yeah. respect. They ain't yeah. right. No, if you can wear a trench coat, go and get away it's with it. It's 110 degrees. <laughs> Jimmy's got a Jimmy's trench, coat, trench on. coat He's wearing a duster. <laughs> and a big old black cowboy hat. Yep. <laughs> that's Jimmy. If you yeah. see him going in and out of that place, that's him. That's, that's okay, the, so we're talking about guy. the lanes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, the lanes the are lanes all screwed, are screwed up. up. Talk anyway. about a lane shift. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about Elaine. Yeah. All right. Quick break. When we come back, Hunter, Joe Hunter. I got some stuff to tell you about that. I do want to tell you about his fitness products right now because you don't want to be outside trying to exercise. Way too hot to be walking or running in the heat. He does. Uh, Hess has a large selection of treadmills, ellipticals, and bikes where you can do it all inside, and it will fit any budget for the perfect feel. You can beat the heat with Hess Fitness products. Start having a quality workout in the cool comfort of your own home. And always, always, always the best price guarantee at Hess Fitness products. Whether it's for your home or your commercial facility, Hess has the right equipment for you. Hess has been doing this since 1981. I've been buying their stuff for over a dozen years now. So over 40 years now, Hest has been able to handpick the best manufacturers in the industry. Stop by, meet their friendly staff. There's no pushy salespeople. There's just really cool guys that work there. Consultants, they'll help, you you, help you make that decision uh, for the right equipment for you to achieve your fitness goals safe. So you'll be able to look better and feel better and do more in the cool comfort of your own home at Hess Fitness Products, 281 in Thousand Oaks. The heat is continuing, 99 to 100 today. Right now it's 79 at KTSA. Good morning for the most part. Line at KTSA.com. All right, James Comer's out talking, and, uh, you know, it's, it's so frustrating living in these times with, the weaponization of the um, entire apparatus in D.C. against conservatives and for liberal Democrats. It is so frustrating. Comer is doing the FBI's job right now. Why the hell do you even have an FBI? Why? What do they do other than prosecute conservatives? Somebody tell me. They're not busting child pedophiles. They've been taken off of those cases. I mean, they're going directly after conservatives. This is ridiculous that the House Oversight Committee and the chairman has to do their work. <clears throat> but nonetheless, that's where we are. The panel has identified six, at least six, specific policy decisions where Joe Biden took actions that show that he's been compromised. In other words, what I've been telling you, that he's receiving money from foreign governments in order to affect policy here in the United States. Chairman Comer is saying, yeah, it's absolutely true. It's absolutely true that he's on the take, he's taking money, and he's setting U.S. policy based on the money that he's taking. Quote, this president is compromised, end quote. This is organized crime. There's no other way to define it, end quote. Organized crime. That's exactly what we're talking about here. We're talking about the Biden crime family. He's a mafioso Don. It's organized crime. The panel, in other words, Comer's panel, they have been obtaining bank statements and those SARS, suspicious activity reports, showing more bank accounts, more shell companies, and more Bidens. Not just the original that you heard about. More and more and more. 30 to 40 different banks now. And at least that many shell companies. An organized attempt by the Biden family to hide the source of money going into the shell companies. So now Comer is demanding the all, all suspicious activity reports from Janet Yellen. Good luck in getting those because she's covering for Biden as well. Plus, they had this incredible scheme to distract the IRS. The Biden family never paid money on any of these wires that came into these shell companies. Never. IRS whistleblower Gary Shapley telling Fox News Brett Baer last night, I don't know if you saw it or not, 
great interview. This guy is not a politician. He's not a hack for the Republicans. This guy, what he was saying was not, not political at all. It's just a fact. 2017, 2018 alone, Hunter Biden. And when you say Hunter, you're saying Joe. The way this scheme works, Joe sets the deal up. Joe meets with the world leader. Joe, Joe, Joe. And then Hunter is the enforcer. The enforcer then says, you pay. Dad made the deal. Dad cuts the deal. Now you pay up. And and it's Hunter's job to go collect. He's the collector. They were able to duck a $1.2 million tax bill. And now the whistleblower is saying there's hundreds of thousands of dollars more in income from previous years that he did not even report. To this day, there's still about $400,000 of unreported income for Burisma Holdings in 2014. Hunter Biden was told by his partner, Eric Schwerin, that he needed to amend his returns, and he never did so. So we're talking about transactions over $40 million. Over $40 million. During his Bidenomics speech yesterday, Joe said we're going to get those wealthy people to pay their fair share in taxes. That's what he said. We're going to get those wealthy people, wealthy individuals need to pay their fair share. So get that. He won't pay what he's owed, (laughs) what he owes. He won't even pay what he owes. Comer has identified nine members of the Biden clan, including Hunter and the president's brother, James, and his brother's wife, Sarah, and the widow of his late son, Hallie, and Hunter's current wife, Melissa, and Hunter's ex-wife, Kathleen, and, oh, the grandchildren as receiving foreign income. For what? what? What did they do to receive millions of dollars from China? Nothing. Joe is setting policy. Around $8.3 million that Hunter received, according to Shapley, from China. Also from Ukraine, from Romania, even the Burisma money. Shapley said the statute of limitations ran out. That the investigators under Merrick Garland made sure that they drug their feet on this so the statute of limitations would run out. So they're anywhere between 580000 a failure to pay in 2017, 620000 for 2018, Do you remember when the Democrats and the media railed at Trump because he legally took every deduction to pay minimum taxes? Do you remember when Hillary brought that up in that debate? And she said, what do you call that, that you've been paying minimal taxes? You've been taking all of your deductions. You know what he said? Remember his answer? Smart. (laughs) I call myself smart. Because all of your friends, Hillary, and all of your donors do the same thing. You take every deduction to pay minimum taxes. That's smart. But Joe Hunter have been illegally, illegally evading the taxes that they owe. All Donald Trump did was take every deduction legally to pay minimum tax. These guys aren't even paying the minimum tax. They're illegally evading the taxes that they owe. And then gallivanting across the country, screaming, these rich people need to pay more in taxes. They've got to pay their fair share. And he's not paying squat on millions, 40 million, 40 million. What does he do for $40 million? What does he make? What does he sell? Well, I'll answer that for you. He's selling the United States of America. Did you notice that they have cut down on our own energy production and moved it all to China? Did you notice a balloon flying over our nuke sites, taking pictures and video and transmitting it back to China? Did you notice they cut a deal with Cuba to build military bases in Cuba? Did you notice that? Did you notice we're in a war of choice in Ukraine right now with another 500 million going over there yesterday to Ukraine where Joe has been double dipping and getting money from Burisma? And the whistleblower saying yesterday we weren't allowed to ask questions about dad or the big guy. They were specifically told by the Department of Justice, you do not... Do not ask questions about Hunter's dad. Do not ask questions about the big guy. And then they said, the prosecutor said, the probable cause has been achieved, so the investigation is over, and they busted up the IRS team that was doing the investigation. You guys are done. It's illegal as hell what's going on. 
And Joe shouts at reporters that he did nothing. Is this cut, cut number one, Jimmy, where he shouts no at these guys? Cut number three. Let's let everybody listen to the way he's shouting now and yelling at reporters. When you question Joe about the truth and you ask him something he doesn't like, he shouts. He was asked yesterday, were you involved? And he said, no, and he screamed. And by the way, I just so we don't have that one, we'll, we'll, no, we'll no, get we to it later. All right. Um, <clears throat> by the way, there, there's an indentation on his cheek that everybody's talking about. The indentation, there's, and, and the White House said, well, that's a CPAP machine. He wears a CPAP machine. That's an indentation from the CPAP machine. No, it's not. That's an indentation from medical tape. That boy had an oxygen mask or some something was pumping through a mask that was attached to his face. I've been there and seen that with race car drivers. And they pull that tape off, and you got that indentation right down through here. That's not a CPAP machine. That's medical tape. For some reason, they had a mask taped to him. I don't know what they're pumping him up with. I don't know what they're what they're giving him. And then, of course, he did say this. Cut number two, Jimmy. And I posted this on my Facebook page yesterday. It's talking about how Putin is losing the war in Iraq. Listen to this. To what extent has Vladimir Putin been weakened by recent events? It's hard to tell, but he's clearly losing the war in Iraq. Losing, losing the, the war, war in Iraq. Home. Okay, so... We all screw up. You say the wrong word every once in a while. This guy says it every time he speaks, he says the wrong word because he, he's not there. You know, mentally and physically, watch him walk. He's done. Mentally and physically, he's done. And it's really kind of sad to see what these people are doing to an old man. Now, I don't feel bad for Joe because he's one of the worst liars and human beings that has ever lived on planet Earth. So I don't feel bad for him. It's just sad to watch what Democrats will do to a living, breathing human being. They just use you up and spit you out. So it's kind of sad from that perspective. I don't, feel, I don't feel sad for Joe. I don't feel bad for him. He wanted this, and this is who he is. But let me tell you what the, what the media did. When they put that story up on ABC and on NBC and on CNN and CNBC, guess what they did? They dropped the in Iraq part, and they only played, well, he's clearly losing the war. Drop, stop, and took out in Iraq. That's who the media are in this country as well. And when you hear me say that we have to stop these people, this is what I'm talking about. We have to do what we did with Prop A. We have to tell everybody in our circle of influence, from the guy who cut your hair to the guy who's changing your oil to whoever you come in contact with, you have to tell them these stories about how their country is being stolen out from underneath their feet as well. Back in a minute. Trey Ware here on KTSA. Got to tell you about my friends at Uvalco. Uvalco is a great company out in Uvalde and Castroville and Bernie. And at Uvalco, you find all kinds of farm and ranch supplies, just like for the past 40 years they have been doing at Uvalco, but got something really cool that I want you to check out. It's the Mahindra Rocksaw. You know Mahindra is one of the greatest tractor manufacturers on planet Earth with the strongest engine, that turbo diesel that they put under the hood of their tractors. Well, guess what? They've taken that very strong turbo diesel, and now they've put it under the hood of a UTV, a side-by-side UTV that looks like the Willys Jeep from the World War II time. So cool looking, and it's all steel, so it's tough. When I test drove it a few weeks ago, I tried to mess it up, and I couldn't. I did everything I could to be tough on it, and it gave it right back to me. These things look great, but they'll stand up to whatever you do to them on the farm or the ranch or whatever. Maybe the hunting lease, you know, you want to put a, you want to put a deer lease in the back of it, you know, and put your chairs back there and get your you get your rifle stands and all that, you know, uh, gun racks. They can do all that for you. In fact, if you when you buy your your uh, Mahindra Rocksaw from Uvalco, mention Treyware and they give you three hundred dollars to accessorize it any way you want to. That's Uvalco in Uvalde, Casterville, and Bernie. Here at the Almond Joy. You're on KTSA. Good morning, Mike. Okay, hold on for a minute. I just got a call. Hold on. Uh-oh. Yeah, hey. Yeah, this is, can you hear me? Yeah, I got you, Mike. How are you, man? Okay, yeah, listen, man. I, I heard uh, I heard a guy say a couple of days ago uh, about Joe Biden. What the uh, what the Joe Biden family is doing to this guy is what you call it, it's elder abuse. They're forcing this man. They know that the man is not qualified to do the job. He's, you know, he, 
he's got oatmeal for brains at this point. And like you say, you could tell by the way the guy walks. You know, it's not his fault. He's not the first person to ever suffer from this disease. But it's time for Joe Biden and the people that support Joe Biden to tell him it's time to step down. We're in a dangerous situation in the world, you know, with Vladimir Putin, Ukraine, North Korea, all these other situations. It's obvious that Biden is not capable of doing the job. And uh, at this point, if he had any kind of pride about himself or his family had any pride, they'd ask Biden to go ahead and step down and do what's best for America. But they're not going to do that because they hate this because they don't want to see Trump get back in the White House. So we're going to continue to go down the drain and have this loser at the controls. And it's just a matter of time. As a matter of fact, it's just a matter of time before China goes in into Taiwan. And I already know you already know what Joe Biden is going to do. And that's absolutely nothing. So it's time for him to go ahead and move on and, and go to the retirement home and play checkers and cards with the rest of the old people. <laughs> and I thank you for taking my call this morning. Thank you, Mike. Have a good one, man. Um, yeah, you know, the, the deal is, uh, first of all, I don't feel sorry for Joe because he's been asking for this. He wanted to one day have his epitaph say, hey, I was president of the United States. So uh, he's been a liar. He got into that job, uh, number one, to make money. That's why he got into to business in, in, as, as, a, uh, as a public servant, <clears throat> was to uh, do what he's done. Uh, enrich his family and enrich himself. So I don't feel bad for him, but I do say it's really kind of sick. And, and I, I do point fingers at his wife on this when she's a power-hungry you-know-what, man. And she sits in, by the way, on the intelligence briefings, and she'll dress down the people in the room. She asks questions on the intelligence briefings. Does she have clearance? And she screams at people. Uh, when, when, when there is a press conference, if it goes a little bit too long or if he's embarrassed, she'll scream and holler. So, you know, I, I do point fingers at her and everybody else around him. He's being used by Barack Hussein Obama and Susan Rice, who are actually running the country through him. Now, as far as him stepping down, it's not going to happen. They're going to, as, as long as, and Tucker said it the other night, as long as he can get dressed, they're going to have him do this because he's a useful idiot and he is being used. I think, I think the plan is to get him reelected and punt him after two years. If they punt him after two years, they can put another useful idiot who's even more of an idiot and that's Kamala Harris in there, and she'll continue to do whatever that she's told while she giggles about it, and or Gavin Newsom, who wants to transform California into kidnapping children, and I'm going to talk about that, where the state's going to be kidnapping children. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. But the point is they're going to try to put either one of them into that chair, and that way they can serve for 10 years because they can serve out two years remaining on Joe's second term and then eight more of their own, and they'll have useful idiots in there for 10 years, and the country's going to be gone. The country will be gone if you get another two years of this. The country will be gone. And so this is where we are. He's not going to step down. They're going to run him until he's just physically not able to move anymore, and he's pretty close to that right now. If you watch him walk, uh, he's not – he can't get around. And um, it, it is kind of sad to see, but I don't feel bad for him. Make that perfectly clear. July 4th travel. I want to talk about that in the next segment. But, Jimmy, let's go ahead with cut number four before I before I break, and I'll come back after the break and talk about all the travel nightmare that's going on over at the airports and why you're seeing what you're seeing happen at the airports, and we'll talk about that on the, in the next segment. Dana Carvey, and it's David Spade, right? They, they were doing a podcast together. This thing is Spade's podcast, and Carby was a guest. And those guys are SNL uh, friends from way back. And I thought Dana Carby, by the way, does the greatest impressions, right? And so he breaks into this one of, of Fauci about, do you remember the ridiculousness of, of when they started talking about the vaxes? And they would say, hey, if you get the shot, you're not going to get COVID. Remember all that? Fauci and all of them. We're saying it. Even Biden said, they all said, if you get the shot, you're not going to get it. And then it turned out you were getting it. Well, if you get the shot, you're not going to give it to anybody else, right? And the ridiculousness that they just went on and on and on and on, and clearly it didn't work. The vaccine was not a vaccine. It was not working. And then it turned out, you know, it's a therapeutic. It's not a vaccine. Well, it turned out to not even be a therapeutic. I know somebody right now that's vaxxed and boosted and boosted and boosted, and she's sick as a dog with COVID right now. Sick as a dog. So anyway, this is a funny little bit about how uh, Fauci kept degrading <laughs> the vax <laughs> until he got to a daily booster. Listen. I miss COVID. 
I know. Dude, you know when I knew there was trouble <laughs> when anyone that came to our country didn't have to get a vaccine? And I go, mm -hmm. if you're telling me I can't go to work, but everyone, everyone coming in doesn't have to get one, I go, well, once we found out, when Fauci said, okay, I'm sorry, if you've had two boosters and two vaccines, you can get and give COVID to another guy who's had five vaccines and four boosters. Mm -hmm. What's the difference between a vaccine and a booster? I don't know, it's just more vaccine, but booster sounds better. Anyway, a guy with 25 vaccines would get and give COVID to another guy with 25 vaccines. That's why I'm introducing the daily COVID shot. Every day you get a shot. <laughs> By the time you get to your car, you got no immunity. But it's a beautiful 39 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. I got to tell you about Amogee Bank. For your family banking business, turn to Amogee Bank always, always, always. My wife and I did that years ago, and it's turned out to be a wonderful thing. Great relationship with Amogee Bank. Wonderful people that truly want to bless you. And they want to take care of what you need done with your family finances. And uh, the family-run businesses are a great way of, um, of controlling your own future, your own destiny, and your family's destiny as well. And Amogee can help you with that. Not only do they have great family business bankers on hand and on staff to answer your questions and give you the guidance that you need, but with more than $12 billion in assets, they're strong and they're firm, and they're going to be around to take care of your family-run business as well. You can call them or email them with any question you have about your family-run business and they'll find you the answer if they don't have it immediately and if you need the funds capital improvements inventory salaries or whatever they can help you there too that's amogee bank amogee na member fdic equal housing lender Trailer here hicks carpet one in san antonio's i sent you one yesterday jimmy it's this little kid it's saying it and it's the cutest thing in the world so we'll, we'll get them on tomorrow it's a 6.52 now at KTSA. Yeah, I'm talking about a little, little, little tiny, like a toddler-type kid. It's beautiful. I, I love that. That warms the cockles of my heart, whatever those are. I have no idea what a cockle of a heart is, but it does warm the cockle of my heart to hear the kids do that. Fourth of July travel. Uh, today's going to be the busiest day of the weekend. Uh, man, everybody's getting out. There's like, uh, I think, three or four million that they expect to travel today. And my, my little rant about this is that we need to get government out of the air business. The FAA's got this all screwed up. Pete Booty Juice don't know what he's doing. We've got to get, this, get, get the government out of it because the guys who run this business, that run the airlines and all that, they know what they're doing, and they have a vested interest in this thing running on time, mm -hmm. having enough staff to take care of it, and being safe, okay? That's their vested interest. They want it to be safe. They got a lot of money in those jets, sure. and they've also got a lot of money in insurance so that people that crash and burn and sue, their families sue, so they want to make sure that doesn't happen. So they, they're the best at doing any kind of, of, of safety and security for airlines. You ought to let the airlines do it. The best way for them to stay in business is to stay in the air. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, so. And run on time. Right. Run on time. Yeah. They want to have you there when you're supposed to be there. They don't want you to have delays. Mm -mm. It costs them a ton of money when there's delays, right? So they don't want to be delayed. Uh, the government's done a wonderful job of blaming the airlines for what's going on. But if they th look, the government's responsible for this. They they have so screwed up the FAA from top to bottom and everywhere in between. They can't run this thing. They got very few flight controllers now up there. The old and antiquated flight. If you were to go into a tower at most airports in America and see the equipment that they're using up there, you would never get in an airplane. It's you would for, never get close to an airplane. It's like the museum at uh, Space yes, Center Houston. They're handing paper to each other. <laughs> I was like, going to say, is it like airplane? Yes. Are they using that equipment? Yes. Yeah. With Lloyd Bridges doing coke. Yeah. I'm just saying. Lloyd Bridges. <laughs> Picked a bad day to quit methamphetamine. Yep. Anyway, um, so today is just, it's a nightmare time, and the, the whole weekend is probably going to be a nightmare time. We got 52,000 flights scheduled to fly today. Mm -hmm. 52,000. Right. You don't have enough people to fly 10,000 flights. I'll tell you another thing the government's doing, and I, I ran it on this earlier, but new listeners, new audience, they make pilots get out at 65. That's the most insane thing I've ever had. You've got a president, as you pointed out, you've got a president who's 80 years old who doesn't know what day of the week it is, and he's allowed to have the nuclear codes and send our boys into battle, but you can't have a guy who's 65 flying an airplane? 
And we're not talking about roofing houses or cutting gra- grass here, okay? We're talking about getting into a very comfy seat. Those Most of those seats are very comfy. And computers are pretty much running the show these days, right? Plus, you have ground support to... Absolutely. No, they're not out there putting gas in it. No. they got guys to do that. They're out there changing the oil. No, no, no. Now, these guys are highly skilled. I'm not taking away from their skill. I have very good friends. that uh, One of my best friends on planet Earth was forced to retire. And it's ridiculous because he's like, you know, mid to late 60s, and they forced him out at 65. This guy could fly anything. He flew Cobras in, in war. This guy can fly anything. But they made him get out. Instead of saying, let's do an aptitude test on you and make sure you can still do this, you got 90-year-old grandmas driving cars with your granddaughters on the streets, and you won't let a 65, 66, 67-year-old man or woman fly an airplane. You're insane, government. You're nuts. So, you know, there's a lot of things they need to do to reform the system. You had 32,000 flights either delayed or canceled yesterday. I have no idea what's going to happen today, but we're seeing the video of everybody sleeping on top of each other at all the airports now and baggage that's, you know, piling up everywhere. Look at Jimmy running to the airport. Yeah. (laughs) Got an opportunity to sleep on top of somebody, Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I wish you well. Um, I, I hope that you do get to where you're going. I really hope that you're able to get back to your house because I have a personal vested interest in that. Yeah. I'm not going anywhere. I, I told you I'm going to go to the pool, and I'm going to fly from one end to the other. The pool is my plan for the next several days. I'm going to take Monday off too, by the way. What? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> You want to slap me around now, don't you? No, I don't want to slap you around. <laughs> Morgan and James, here we yep. go, buddy. Don and Jimmy in the morning. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. It's Warren Rima coming up next, KTSA. My name is Jackie, and after years suffering with...